I like zombies or something yep. at the end. Yep. Yeah. And then he's like, God damn it. And then gets all mad at him. Yep. Classic. Classic. Yeah. Classic. Uh, so we just start. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to a new ep- another episode of Conversations Between. Today, this episode is going to be about stuff and things. Okay. Uh, before, yeah, but what stuff and things? Well, like, we're probably going to talk a little bit about, like, the emerging landscape of, like, YouTubers and personal creators building content and growing audiences. But before we get to that, uh, check out the links in description and subscribe. Sur- subscribe. <laughs> uh, I want you to go to our social medias and, Jesus Christ, we can't use this. <laughs> no, that was, that was, uh, that was good. I'm bad. It was good you think that was good think i should redo it probably (laughs) all right hey everybody welcome back to another episode of conversations between uh before we get started make sure you check out all our socials and subscribe wherever applicable and uh what am i oh yeah check out our website uh a novel thought.org yeah new Uh, brands are here new brands are here we're finally locking in our branding and stuff so that's good uh, this podcast is still conversations between. That's not going to change after we changed it the last time. For now, <laughs> We're figuring this stuff out. Oh, actually, um, can we change the name of the podcast? <laughs> we'll talk about that off air. Oh, uh, we're yeah. Uh, so yeah, check out our socials and the podcast, and listen to "You Are Not Alive" if you haven't already. It's a sort of dystopic science fiction uh, tale. Really more of a philosophical indulgement on my part, but it was fun to do. While you wait for a loan, the first three days, coming soon. 2022. The edit is, uh, we'll be coming in 2022. Yeah. The rough edit is done. I just got to get some people's feedback and then we'll start putting it together. Hopefully in a week or two it'll be out. Or the first part, it's a three-part series. That's actually not bad. No. So before we times. before we dive in though, well, I started writing it beginning of December. I mean, like writing time or recording and all that. Oh yeah, that was a good turnaround for the first part. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have a life, so there you go. What's that exactly? Uh, before we get started, we have a we have a little game we're gonna play at any point in this podcast, and please chime in if I. I'm not describing it clearly, but at any point in this podcast, Tyler and I each have a flag. <coughs> Sorry. Tyler and I each have a flag that says improv on it. And at any point in our conversation, no matter what we're saying, whether it's the deepest, saddest shit about, you know, the passing of our beloved grandma. Uh, if the flag gets thrown down, we have to start improving right then. No matter what. We each get to do this twice. In the Correct. Episode. At some point, we'll add more variations, so, I'm sure. This isn't going to count, but as an example, uh, I am talking. Blah, 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 blah. Tyler throws a flag down. I won't do that again. That was loud. <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately have to launch into improv. So, throws a flag down. I'm like, show anywhere. Blah, blah, blah. Improv, improv. And then we let that run its course and we return to our conversation. Or, maybe uh, you just... You flow it into your conversation. Or you flow it into your conversation. Thankfully, you get to choose. For now. For now. For now. 
But the game is called... Why does your flag look so much cooler than mine? Well... My flag looks like a fucking <laughs> uh, five-year-old wrote improv and didn't know how to spell it. And yours is like all cool font shit. I thought of it after I wrote that one. I was like, oh, I should have made it bigger. And then I did. Damn it, I want a new flag now. Okay, one sec. Faster. No, it's good. Oh. That's good. That's good. We'll, we'll, next time. Production value. Uh, yeah. So that's the rule of that game. Uh, this will also be reoccurring from now on. Yeah. Unless we forget. Unless we forget, but I don't think we will. Just gives us a little, I guess, full transparency. It gives us something that's a thing. It gives us a thing for our podcast that's makes it entertaining, keeps people on the edge of their seat, makes it a little more fun. I'll be silent so you can adjust. It sagged a good six inches in the last, yeah, like... it's sort of getting flaccid. I cannot believe how much it's dropped off. All right, uh, our editor will just cut that. Carter, take care of it. Right on it, boss. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, it gives us our thing uh, and gives us, you know, something kind of fun. We, we both really enjoy when we dive into the improv side of things, so that's sort of an excuse to indulge in that and gives us structure. Let's get into it. Our producer twisted our arm. Our producer did twist our arm. He was like, you guys... He's like, you know what? You guys suck. You guys are terrible podcasters. Be better. You guys are terrible podcasters. You can tell how this intro... (laughs) (laughs) Which one? Got him. Which one? That's the shame where uh, it's not a video, because then you could do the classic clip together, the the crappy intro where uh, you literally just keep showing you screwing up and then that's the intro <laughs> i wasn't even screwing up i was talking like a idiot yeah yeah same same <laughs> i don't know if you've seen those youtube uh intros where they do that yeah where they, they just, do the like the beep noise for the cut and we're like i've seen ones where they just start they're like hey everybody we're going to the and then it just jumps back and then we're just i suck at it cut to next try and then finally like sorry 18 takes later i learned how to speak right um so i'm just uh, hey anyhow any hoozles and then they go into the thing and then that's their intro yeah i i watch too much at youtube i sort of i don't know I've been, i'm sort of fascinated with youtube though with like that whole it's become like this accessible way for individual people to dive into content creation and produce like legitimate productions Without these huge studios behind them. You know what I mean? Um, I can think of multiple examples. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and many bad examples. Many well. bad examples. Many terrible people. But that like approachability of entertainment and, and production of entertainment is really intriguing to me. Like, I mean, Smosh is a great example. That was just two friends who started this company. And then they made this humongous, like, it's now a humongous production company. Ironically, that's owned by a different production company that was also two guys. Just two dudes who started talking at a desk. Yep. For those who don't know, Smosh is owned by Mythical Entertainment. And Mythical Entertainment is Good Mythical Morning. Which was just two guys. Which is just two dudes sitting at a table talking. And now they're like, how many employees do you think they have? Boy, they probably... Like I don't know between the two, have... I bet it's in the hundreds, well, if not thousands. Yeah, well, because like even just mythical, like Good Mythical Morning, 
like their shows. They have like Mythical Kitchen, which is like a cooking show. Yep. They have Good Mythical More, which is like a second part to their Good Mythical Morning show. And then they have the Good Mythical Morning show. Then they have the Mythical Channel, which is like shorts and like sketch comedy kind of. Hmm. Um, they have the podcast, Ear Biscuits. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. That was then the they have the like this whole Mythical Society, which is like their paid subscription on their website for people to join, which has other content. Like they have this huge merch line, which sells... I think it's a very successful merch company. So, like, they're huge. So, they have to have, like, at least, you know, couple hundred. dozens, if not hundreds of employees. Yeah, that's just... That, like, hurts my head to think about. But at the same time, I'm like, dope. That I, is amazing. Like, it's kind of an... I don't know. It's cool to see that it is, it is possible, right? There's this journey that people can take to go from... Somebody like expressing what they enjoy, their their passion, which is us, right? We're mm-hmm. we're just doing the things we enjoy doing, and you know that you can turn that into something that is like not just supports you, but also is like supports other people and leaves an impact. And that's kind of cool. Oh yeah, Even not that just... I'm like we have to do that or anything, but no, if we don't get a man on the moon by twenty forty five, then we didn't do it, bro. All right, so new goal for the company. All this like production company bullshit, put it, get rid of that. No, yeah, that's, throw it out the window. That's done, yeah. Get rid of it. Throw it in the trash can. In fact, here's a trash can. That was me throwing it in the trash can. Ironically, there's a trash can almost as close. Okay, you know what? Semantics. <laughs> get out of here. A new mission, new mission statement for the company. I am going to personally be on the moon in 2022. Uh, I see myself as the next Jeff Bezos with like a little bit of Bill Clinton. That was you throwing the flag, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So, uh, anyway, I'm actually on the moon right now. You didn't know it, but I am on the moon right now. Uh, this is a tele, tele, telecast from space. Uh, I hooked up with Bill Clinton and he hooked up. Please elaborate more. I hooked up with Bill Clinton. Uh, we had sex in the Oval (laughs) Office. It was a, uh, it was great for him. Uh, it wasn't for me, um, because then he denied it and said he didn't have sexual relations with me, and you know, really broke my heart. But uh, but anyway, then you, uh, famously, are best friends with Jeff Bezos. So why don't you talk to me a little bit about that? Okay, one, don't call him Jeff. He goes by Jeffrey. Oh, sorry. First off, I know it's, it's kind of like how Hank Aaron hated being called Hank. He, he went by Henry. And only the real homies knew that he liked being called by Henry. Okay. Not so Hank. Yes. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. My bad. Yeah. Um, he was born 1964. <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> um, also, you may not know this. Um, he sleeps in a bed made completely of eel pelts. Eel pelts. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so... Before we dive into that, because that's a very fascinating uh, material to make a bet about. Can you tell me why right now you are actually uh, setting a Tesla factory on fire? Well, <clears throat> so they're moving to Texas, right? Right. Uh-huh. They're moving to Texas. But they don't want the factories here anymore. So how do you so get rid wait. of factories? 
and get your worth of those factories. Insurance fraud. No, 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 no. They don't know. <laughs> so I'm I guess I'm sort of confused. A boy out. How does Je- I mean <clears throat> Jeffrey feel about you helping uh, Muskie out? And so, I, I just so you know, he prefers to go by Muskie. So fun fact: he is my best friend. Fun fact: they're actually friends. They're not bitter rivals. Shh. It's a ploy. Shh. Warren Buffett will hear. He can't hear anything. Let's be real. Have you ever seen the diet of Warren Buffett? Yeah, he eats like chicken nuggets. <laughs> like every day. I've also seen, granted, these is from YouTube Shorts, Hellscape of the Internet. Um, God damn. Yes. Um, that uh, he buys his McDonald's breakfast based on the stock market. If it's gone up, he gets like the bacon, egg, and cheese. And if it's gone down, then he just gets like the bacon and sausage or sorry the egg egg and sausage or something is this true um totally i saw it on youtube shorts so it's true that's amazing it's completely true yeah it has to be true uh so that went well <laughs> yeah that was good <laughs> when you see the flag down i was like oh I know, so I did it. <laughs> no, it was perfect. It was so good. I don't even remember what I was talking about. Let me check the score. Do this quiet as possibly. Just one to nothing. One to nothing. How are we scoring it? Oh, just that I've used one. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, what were we talking about? I can't count to two, so bored. Okay. I see a oh, problem with I see a problem with this game that we'll have to work out is uh resuming where we left off. No, perfect. <laughs> perfect yeah. No, it was uh, YouTube. I guess though. the the thing I was saying though is like I love There we go. Now it's stopped dying. Just wait until you're done. So I can cut that all out. Yeah, it's done. I love the approachability. Well, not necessarily the approachability, but like the idea that it's possible. Are you looking for the word accessibility? Accessibility. Thank you. Yes. The accessibility of uh, building a sort of a media brand, which is what we're trying to do ultimately, which is what we have done, I guess, to an extent. True. Because like, you know, I want to be able to tell my stories and have these conversations with you and and do the podcast but the fact that like you can do that and also become successful is kind of tantalizing yeah it's uh imagine getting in a time machine and going back to like 95 yeah pre-internet like even early internet like 2003 and you're like hey look you see that funny video you're watching of shoes or I can't remember when that actually came out, but oh yeah, um, people are gonna build massive like empires from that type of stuff. Yeah, but go back pre-internet and tell these people who like wanted to get into film but couldn't because of how like monopolized that industry was and is that you know in just a few years there was gonna be an the internet and then these platforms where people could do it all themselves and put it out there and become successful. 
Yeah, that is like the, I guess almost like the privatization of of media. Is it the privateness no, or the, right the public? Accessibility. Accessibility. The word of the day. Accessibility. Word of the day or the minute. Or, nope, I already forgot it. Word of the hour. Word of the minute. Word of the hour. Because <laughs> it's an hour long podcast. Are we like, are we restrained to that? No, <laughs> clearly not. We had one, <laughs> we had one that went almost two hours. <laughs> That's true. We had one that went almost two hours and then we were like, Let's end this and then start again and record a second one. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> we did that a lot, actually. Or we would do back-to-back. I thought we only did it once. Maybe that was the Trash Can episodes. Maybe it was Trash Can episodes. Exclusive releases. Whenever. <laughs> I still have them on a memory card. I know we've Which talked one? about it before, but the Trash Which Can episodes... <laughs> were us test running podcasting see if it's something we liked and i had a shitty like microphone that like recorded internally that we just yelled at it was hey, like recording it pointed both directions at us <laughs> yeah. i mean it's actually not a shitty mic it just isn't good for what we were using it for oh yeah no it's actually like it was a pretty that is mic. a like interview a player at the end of a game type yeah. of mic it was very much like a journalist mic like shoving yeah. somebody's face and be like yeah talk to this so I hear that you uh you hate the moon. Who would who would you interview for that? I hear that you hate the moon. What do you think about that? I uh so here's the deal with the moon. When I when I'm going outside uh, at night and I see this big glowing fucking ball of cheese up in the sky, it pisses me off. I'm like, man, that bullshit's fake. And that's why I hate the moon. Follow up. Are there rats on the moon? Oh, do you fucking stupid spaces of vacuum. There's no rats on the moon. It's cheese. Who took the bites? Uh, well, okay, so that's a conspiracy by the government. There are no bites in the moon. It's the type of cheese it is. You know how, like, Gruyere is smooth, but Swiss cheese has holes? Well, those ain't bites. Those are just holes. Um. So what caused the holes? gas bubbles in the early like four or five million years or something like billion years ago when the moon was formed so okay so there's like this this theory that like a giant asteroid crashed into earth or like maybe a second planet like crashed into earth and like bits of it flew off and formed the moon and all that but they know this because it's the same type of cheese as earth when they look at the cheese on the moon they go it's the same type of cheese on the earth so you know that the moon probably came from the earth and the holes came because, like, all the magma, like, melted cheese. Like, you know when you microwave your fucking, your, your breakfast burrito too long and the cheese gets all, like, bubbly and shit? Like, yeah. that's... Yeah, that's, yeah, uh, absolutely. Well, when the moon, when the one planet crashed into Earth and made the moon, the cheese got all hot and melty because it got too close to the sun. So you had this melty, uh, melty, bubbly cheese. And then, because it's space and it's all super dry up there, and then it dried with those holes. And there weren't no water on the moon like there is on Earth. So do you think magma is cheese? That's an element. Did you did you <laughs> do li- freaking liberal journalists and their stupid stupid lack of education? It's common sense. All right, um, back to you, Tony. They're not cutting, are they? 
awkward smiles into camera. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, up next, the weather with Frank. Frank, how's the weather looking out there today? It's raining cheese. <laughs> no. Okay, uh, sports? Wait, there's no sports. It's cheese, dude. Sh- or no, <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. We're here at Packers Stadium with the cheese heads. God! God damn it! <laughs> Fun fact, the uh the Packers cheese head does have cheese with holes in it, so Yeah. So that's earlier that checks. You know what's funny about that? It's like there is like a theory of how the moon was formed is like literally another planet essentially like crashed into Earth and they basically split apart. Because when you do analysis on the moon, like the the analysis shows I don't know the right words right now, but shows the that it is, is it is essentially the same material. Like the regolith and stuff is like similar compounds as Earth, so it likely came from Earth. The moon was once probably part of Earth. Many, 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 you know, billions of years ago. In the early formation of our solar system. Sure. Yeah. So like that what there is some actual like science in that. Just not cheese. <laughs> And I did not know where you're going. It's a magma. <laughs> the cheese magma. It's like, wait a minute. Is this guy saying that magma is cheese? Yeah. So you watched Eternals yesterday, yeah? Yeah. We talked about this before the podcast, but um not not your favorite Marvel movie, I take it. No, no, it is Was it, it good, bad? It was you're talking in like the the room type of the movie. The room is I mean, so bad it's good, or I is it like say that one's actually good? But yeah, that idea like so bad it's good. No, because it, it's like that line of like a movie's good and then it's bad, bad, and then it's so bad it's good again. No, it's it's too well produced and like most of the effects are decent and. Some of the storytelling's fine. It just is like too much. Is very DC esque. Is it's just weird. Like it is way different. Gotcha. And like, there's moments where you're like, okay, I could see, like, I could see this character being around in the MCU. It'd be kind of fun. Like the, uh, oh, that's not Ringo. Is it? Yeah. Jesus. Uh, I can't remember. King Kingo, Kingo. I think that's his name. He's fun. If if he was in an MCU film, like later on, I'd be like, awesome, gotcha. sweet. But so many of them, you're just like, I know this was to establish stuff, but holy cow! So having like woof, I haven't seen it, but having talked to you, it sounds like like. The biggest problem was they tried to establish way too much stuff and way too many characters. It's just too much, too fast, too... I don't want to say too different, but it, it's it's weird. Like, it's in such a different... Like, the, the whole feel of the movie is odd. Just the whole time. Even, like, the promotional stuff didn't feel Marvel. No, it I remember seeing it being super. like, "Oh, this is Marvel." Yeah, Weird. it feels like DC. Is what it feels like. Yeah, and we all know DC does the best superhero movies. So, yeah, they have like eight of them, and all of them have 
been in theaters. Yeah, and they've all been okay. The only DC movie I liked, obviously excluding the Dark Knight trilogy, because yeah, I don't that's... count that as because it's not their new universe thingy. No, and it's all um, excellent. Was the first Wonder Woman I liked? Oh, I haven't yeah. seen 1984. I, I didn't know. hear great things about it, but the but first one was supposed to be really good. The first Wonder Woman was awesome. It felt like a Marvel film, like the way they did it. The like awkwardness of her coming to like new world. It was very. It was. It felt very much like Steve Rogers, like the first Captain America movie. The kind of fish out of water feeling for her. The fight scenes were fun. Weird like historical significance of her like being in World War One. Kind of being off the rails, you know, meeting what's his face, the pilot guy. Like gotcha. it was just. It was good. Like it, like the whole time you're just like, you know what? I I can, I can dig this. Like I can buy into this. Every other one I've seen, I'm just like, oh, it just feels like pulling at straws. Like the whole time. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed the uh, uh, the new Suicide Squad. That one was actually good too. That one basically just felt like Deadpool meets Suicide Squad, though. Was he? Oh, no, he's not there. No, but it was very... It had the same... And it was directed by the guy who directed Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, James Gunn. Yeah, so like... That makes sense. It was it was, it was was a good movie. It was fun. It wasn't like a great movie, but it was it was good. I enjoyed it. Also, nice. a really, really good false start. Nice. Yeah, I'll eventually probably watch that one. I just... I've heard the other Suicide Squad's not good, though. I've seen that one. It's just... Like, all the things you thought they were going to do, like, having the Joker there, like, at all. He's there for, like, ten minutes, maybe. Mm. And he's not plot central at all. Like, at all. And then it ends. It's super flipping weird. And they fight, like, a witch lady. And that's it. It's super It's super weird. Yeah, the, uh... Were there any others that I liked? I haven't really watched most of them, to be honest. I've seen... Wasn't the new, like, the Snyder Cut of the... Batman vs. Superman? Or whichever one it was. No, the... Justice League? Yeah, the Snyder Cut of the Justice League was supposed to be good. That's also, like, a four-hour movie. Oof. Because that was, like, the re-release of it, and people liked it way better than the original. Well, that makes sense. I think I did watch... I think I did watch that one. It's just such a classic, like, they wanted to tell 100% of a story, and they told, like, 60% of it, and just were like, we told you all the plot points. (laughs) Good enough. Well, it's also like they're trying desperately to make a cinematic universe, but they haven't taken the same amount of time that they did with the MCU. So rushed. So they're just, like, forcing all these things onto you without ever building them. Now, like, even... Superman died at the end of one of them. Yeah. Allegedly. And then he immediately came back. Yeah. Um, Of course. That's actually a really, like, controversial thing that happened in the comic book world. The first time Superman died and came back, it was a lot of... I guess it was... I don't know if it was fans or critics or writers. That was basically like, what have you done? Because you've just removed the element of death from your stuff. 
That's my biggest complaint with Superman, period, is he's basically immortal. Yeah. So he has no stakes. Yeah, he's always... Like, I just don't give a shit about him as a character, because... Cool, nothing's... Like, somebody... Okay, something might happen to his friends and family or whatever, but... That's every superhero movie. Oh, yeah. There's no personal consequence for him. That's why I love the idea of an evil Superman. Didn't they make something like that recently? Something like that. To me, that's way more intriguing. Because you have this immortal thing that no one can do anything to, who is also evil. That's... Yeah. I can't remember what show... Well, didn't uh, oh, that Amazon Prime show do something kind of like that? Oh, uh, fucking the the boys. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, boys. I've heard great things about that show. I just watched uh, fucking what's the name of that cartoon? Uh, that was the other one I was thinking about because they're both on Prime, right? Yeah, and that's amazing. What the hell's the name of that? Um. Oh my god, that's gonna kill me. Carter, look it up. I. Oh man. Where's my Amazon Prime? What? Man. Point being, once we get that name, the the evil Superman is actually. Invincible. Interesting? Yeah, Invincible. Invincible. Okay. And it is. It's super interesting. Okay. We found it. That's good. And then we found $4. And we found $4. Yeah. Invincible. Had the same, like, evil Superman. His dad was the evil Superman. Oh, and did he want to be good? I mean, he's good. Like, the main character, Invincible, he is very, he's good. But his, oh, okay. his dad, Omni... Do you want spoilers? <laughs> yeah, there's like a 30... Nah, I'd say there's a 60% chance I watch it and a 0% chance I actually remember. Okay, it's very, very good. You should watch it. Uh, but uh, his dad, Omni-Man, is like this Superman-like character that like has saved the world many times and everybody adores him. But it turns out he's just like there to prepare the world to be taken over by his race. And he's super evil. And his son has like gets is like half human, half omni whatever Omni Man is. I don't remember the name of his people. But he has his dad's powers. But he like finds it out and then like you've probably seen the meme of his dad oh, like yeah. beating the ever living shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah. So he like fights and gets the piss beat out of him. But like nobody can stop him because he's invincible. What does he say to him? I've seen it in memes like a million times. I don't remember, to be honest. Something about, I don't know, humans are worthless or something. Yeah. Dude, that show does a really, really, really good job with like the the collateral that is actually like human life when people, when creatures like that fight. Like so many innocent lives die every time they like they fight in a city or something. And it like, it shows that. Like, buildings collapse, and you see the people dying that in real life would die. Oh, 100%. There's a scene where his dad's, like, trying to show him how worthless human life is. He takes him to a subway, and then he puts him in the track, and he flies him through a train, holds him out in front of him, and kills every single person on the train with his body. Jesus. And he's like, see, look at how pathetic and weak these humans are. They are nothing to us. 
Jesus. There's like people dying, like literally against It's also him. J.K. Simmons, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Jesus. It's like, I, I, was, I thought that was like a really good way to tell the Superman thing. It's like, humans are literally ants to him. Does he have a big magnifying glass that he burns them with? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> does he have laser vision? Uh, does he have laser vision? I Is he even remember. Superman if he doesn't have he laser flies, vision? He flies, he's invincible, he can go in space. He... Wait, wait a minute. He's invincible. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's his, well, the superhero oh. name that his son picks for himself. Is invincible? Yeah, and everyone makes fun of him for it. Man, how would he, he also even... gets the piss beat out of him a lot, so he's not really invincible. Makes sense. The irony of that. Yeah. What would your superhero name be? Would you just go real literal to your powers? Oh, speaking of superheroes, I, well, let's, yeah. Finish that thought. I had a thought when I was driving here about oh, useless okay. superpowers. Oh, useless superpowers. Yes. If you did have powers, would you name yourself? A superhero name. No, I think if I... Like, or would it be really literal, or would you wait until J. Jonah Jameson gives you a name, like Doc Ock? No. So, I think what I would do, if I got superpowers, is I would name myself, but I would just call myself, like, Ted. So you're Hancock? Yeah. I would just, <laughs> just be, like, a dude. I would just be like, my, yeah, my name's... My superhero identity is Bill. Said exactly like that. Yeah. Hey, check it out. It's Bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's Bill. Wow, I can't believe you saved the day, Bill. So, my useless superhero power. Okay. All traffic lights that are green turn yellow and when you approach them at that weird spot where you don't know if you should stop or speed up. God, that is useless. <laughs> oh, I think Always. that's a personal nightmare. <laughs> yeah. I hate that feeling. I hate it so much. <laughs> so that's... Especially in like neighborhoods that have kind of fast roads that are like 45 or 50. Cause then, and it's like the big intersections where if you go late, it's like so obvious. Yeah. Because you're like not even halfway across. Well, by the time they've seen a green for a second or two. Yeah. But you've like made it through before it hits red if you like went real fast but you're still like but like if you stop sorry. it's like a super dangerous like got a really ram on the brake stop oh yeah 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 it's horrible i would oh honestly the main reason if i could pick a power i'd pick teleportation is so i didn't have to bro drive teleportation is stuff. like low-key one of the greatest powers ever oh it's Great in many, 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 many things. Like, everybody wants to be able to fly, but imagine if you didn't have to, you just were there. Oh, I literally want teleportation just so I need to get somewhere. Done. I want to visit somewhere. Done. I want to, right now, oh, I, I kind of want to drink. Boom. Fridge. I, <laughs> I'm there, and then boom, I'm right back. Like, what if right now I was like, oh, one second. Are you craving uh, chips? And I was just like, here you go. And then I was like, question, you ever want to see a mummy? And then I was like, okay, here we go. Boom. We're in the pyramids uh, of Giza. And then you're like, well, that's not enough. Okay. Well, I don't want to go to Giza. Okay, sorry. <clears throat> we go to the one in South America. What about I'm the like, cigarette? Fine. I don't know what that is. 
thought South American. Oh, that's, is that the name of the South American ones? I think so. Oh, so I'm like, boom. Then we're there. Then we're there. Okay. Oh my God. Why is it so hot and sweaty here? Never mind. We're not going here. North Pole. <laughs> now, now you're literally freezing to death. <clears throat> Question? Oh, wow. Can we go home? One sec. Look, it's a baby seal. Oh my god. Just kidding. Rebecca, <laughs> wouldn't that be so fun? You just bounce people around and you're like, bam, bam, bam. Okay, but hypothetical. <clears throat> Not a hypothetical. Okay, question in the back. You, you may, you may, uh, correct. Excuse me, professor? Yeah. Professor? You. Professor? Yeah. <laughs> Guy. It, that's every college professor ever, by the way. They're like, yeah, you and the. How are you? Yeah, you talk. The prof- professor? Will you date me? What are you, the girl from Spider-Man? Was it the first one that they did that? I don't remember. There was, oh no, Indiana Jones. The girl who blinks and it says I love you on it. (laughs) As he teaches. Imagine Indiana Jones with teleportation. He could put all the things in a museum. Okay. No more running on a thing with a big boulder chasing you. No, he goes in. He does his little sand, and then he goes, wait a minute, why do I care? Boom! At his house. Movie's over. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, find the Ark of the Covenant, and he's like... <sighs> like, four minutes later, he's like, there you go. Like, how did you get that here? And he's like, don't worry about it. It don't belongs in a museum. It belongs. What are you, his dad? Yeah, sure. Young doctor. It belongs in a museum. Why not? He's he's a Dr. Jones. He's a doctor, Dr. Jones. A Dr. Jones? Uh, that just reminds me of every time we play Far Cry and we get one of those little rickshaw things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the little, uh, what's his name? Short Round? Yeah. <laughs> like Dr. Short- Jones! You cheat, Dr. Jones. Yeah, and just driving around in those little things. Those are scary to drive in Far Cry. Because mm-hmm. like real three-wheeled vehicles, they tip. Yeah, three-wheelers the... like legitimately kill people. Yeah. Because, I mean, just think about if you had a three-sided table, how easy is it to push over? Yeah. Like, here's a four-sided table. <laughs> nope, I got to get some leverage and get under it. That was a triangle. You could literally just slightly tap it, and it has a perfect falling. Now imagine. Now imagine you're taking a turn on your sick three side three three. Oh my table. gosh! <laughs> Going too fast. You're literally turning in in the center of gravity, just automatically over, over the line. Yeah, always, like, always. The moment you start turning, it's such a stupid idea. For if a it's a three wheel vehicle with a single wheel in front in the middle, it is nice. The ones in the single in the back are like yeah that actually stable. makes sense yeah because then you everything <laughs> we just said fact, you don't have the fact that they made a three-wheeler they were like a you know what would be great with this four-wheeler let's take the two wheels off the front put one in the front in the middle i think that'll work real good for all applications and nothing bad will ever happen speaking of that why is every toddler's first like mode of transportation the very flippable tricycle <laughs> 
<laughs> to teach him life lessons about being tough. Yeah, they go fast down the driveway. Remember, uh, or I guess you've seen, like, even my driveway, it's like a little bit of an angle. Some kid on a tricycle, and he's like, oh, I'll turn around and see my parent. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Just like picking up that speed, feet in the air off the pedals, so those pedals are yeah, spinning. Yeah, and then you turn and you're immediately in tip zone, like tip city. <laughs> Just, <laughs> boom! Uh, we used to have this little pedaled uh, blue tractor that you'd sit on. It was literally a tractor. Yeah, we and had a we, tractor like that. Yeah, uh, we'd like get behind and we'd push the other person and push as fast and as hard as we oh, could. Oh, and then let go. And yeah. then you'd immediately like hit a rock or something and it would like, because the steering wheel was so tiny you had absolutely no leverage on it. No, literally And you would not. like rip the steering wheel out of your handle and then roll you over. Yeah, instantly. Yeah. Children toys, they're safe. Do you ever mess around with wheelbarrows and dump yes. your... <laughs> yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah. You just like try to stand up in them with somebody like running you around. Yeah, real stupid. Yeah. Another thing that is immediately, literally designed to tip. Yeah. <laughs> and yet we were like, let's run around with it. <laughs> Kids are so stupid. Do you ever do the thing where you... Like the correct way of using a wheelbarrow is you stand behind it and push forward, mm-hmm. you know. Otherwise, it's a cart. Yeah. Yeah. So we had carts more. We use carts more because they're easier. But true wheelbarrow, you ever do the thing where you turn it around and then you like run or it. push somebody that way? And then um, you don't keep like the prongs up enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when it's back, you have a lot of pressure in the back. Like you're sitting on it pretty hard and the yeah. person who's sitting in it is laid back. And you're going real fast, and then one of them leans forward, or you just and it lift catches. your weight, and it catches, and it immediately, like, literally slingshots you out, because it's like a little <laughs> trebuchet you just made. And you would just be like, poof, and you're just, that's how you throw your brother, like, eight yards out on his No, we never, I don't remember ever doing it backwards. Oh, we did, because I remember catching, and just launching the other person yeah i can see that a lot that's amazing that's we did some dumb shit though i'm surprised i didn't get i got a lot of concussions and injuries and stuff growing up but i'm surprised i like survived i'm not surprised i survived i'm surprised how few injuries i did get because i basically got other than i broke a collarbone once um been there done that crashing crashing a bike Yep. Handlebar spun around. Sucks. Snapped in half. Other than that, I don't... I broke my nose at some point. I don't know when. wasn't severe enough for me to remember. And other than that, it was just... Scrapes, bruises. Like, literally yeah. nothing major. Kids, like, bounce so good. Bro, but we, like... We were hard... Me and my buddy were hardcore, py- hardcore pyros. We liked to light shit on fire. Blow shit up. Shoot shit. Climb shit. Like, anything we could do that was dangerous, we were doing. I don't know how we didn't, like, die. Yeah, same. Yeah, we, we had, did. like, a horse that would buck you off, and it was, like, the game to go get on it and get bucked off bareback. <clears throat> I mean, isn't that just literally you were playing rodeo? Yeah. That's, like, quite literally. <laughs> yeah, we would, like, go get on in the winter, get bucked off onto the frozen ground, and, like, lose your breath and lay there and can't breathe and everything hurts, and then it's a funny game. That is a funny game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. This is so dumb. I got my brother bucked off a horse once. You got him bucked off? 
Oh yeah, because I I I spooked the horse and it went deliberately. No, I was like seven or something. Oh okay. But he was like three or four. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dude, I broke a draft horse to ride one time, and like in the course of breaking a draft draft horse, are fucking huge. It was a long way down. Like I got bucked off one time. Ginormous. They're like. 18 19 hands yeah for those at home a hand is four inches and is measured from the wither of a horse and uh for those of you who don't have a great sense of space or distance or height or whatever the metric is it's a lot it's, it's a long way especially when you're sitting up top <laughs> yeah and, it's a long way down <laughs> and they buck you off and i remember getting bucked off and that fucking hurt because that was a long way down oh yeah and then I hit the ground, and Mom was like, get up and get back on. Don't end on a bad note. So, like, I had to get up and get back on. Yeah, that would actually, that doesn't surprise me at all. That is a very... No, that's, like, what you're supposed to do. Yeah, because you're not supposed to them, let them win, teaches, yeah, basically. Teaches them that they can get away with it, and they'll do it again next time. Like, you're not supposed to run a horse home. Yeah, because otherwise rule? they will always run home. Yeah. 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 No, that was a rule we followed pretty closely. Those are some of the rules that I'm like ridiculous and then you see it not practice and you're like oh it's a rule for a reason because because your horse fucking lits out and yeah they're flipping nuts yeah horses are very like their habits are like super easily ingrained in them and they never die and once they're there they're there forever usually it's very hard to train train that out of them do you ever have stallions that would challenge people we didn't have uh stallions we only ever had geldings because we didn't breed horses we just oh okay yeah we did yeah we had one named Sammy. Well, let me backtrack slightly. We would have stallions when we were like trying to have a, a full, but they were like stallions we rented. Yeah, yeah. We would have been the people you went to. Yeah. Classic. We had one named Sammy who, when he saw new people, or just you, just someone, right? And uh, he would like charge at his like fence, uh-huh. ears pinned, like just ticked right like other animals and it's like especially new people like this horses can recognize people pretty yeah, well yeah horses are super intelligent they would charge at you and we'd be like hey just so you know he's gonna go he cannot knock down this flipping four inch metal fence nor will he he's right. a cutting horse he can stop on a dime he's doing it to see if you're scared of him and he did it every time and it was Kind of funny and also really annoying. Yeah, I bet. Because he would do it to you like when you would go to feed him. And he would just like, he would like come at you like hard. Uh-huh. But you literally just have to be like, like stand like a flipping statue and just like, all right. Or come back at him meaner. Yeah. And then he would be like, all right, you're fine. You're cool. Yeah. And then he'd be, and then he'd be fine. You could walk in the pen and he would literally like let you pet him and put on his blanket and do whatever. But initially he was like, all right, it's time. Let's see how this goes. It's like I'm about to freaking crush this whole to do his whole his whole demeanor. We uh I'm trying to think, we didn't really have any like hyper aggressive horses. We had cutting horses, so they were cowy. You ever heard that term? Yeah, we had some. Yeah, we had. Some so they were all horses. like, not all of them. Most of them were very like, not aggressive, but like, would not play any games if like yeah especially we the stallions some, they were very like 
I mean, that's like, yeah. Ter- I mean, they are just territorial and. Yeah, the Stallions are just literally dickbags. Alpha, whatever. Yeah. I mean, we had some that weren't. Like, we had yeah. one that's not at all. But we had two or three that were just like they can't be, straight they can't up. Absolute assholes. Yeah, they were straight up like, don't mess with me. But at the same time, if you just mess them back, they were they were fine. We had a horse that like we were trying to break one time for somebody because we would like break horses for people for like they'd pay us yeah. a certain amount of money. Yep. That that horse like had a some kind of brain disorder, and it would like on the f- and we didn't keep it because it ended up being like super dangerous like for all the other horses and us. It would like flip out and just go absolutely psychotic and attack anything that it could attack, and it would do it for like even if it was like tied up at the the hitching the the post. It would just stand there tied up and do it to, like, the post. Just go completely psychotic. Yeah. Try to kill everything around it. Like, even if it was hurting itself. Yeah, those are pain. And then the rest of the time, it would be perfectly fine, normal horse. But, like, the flip of the switch and you didn't know what it was, it would just, like, lose its fucking mind. Oh, I know what it is. It was a cat. (laughs) (laughs) It was just a house cat. That's literally my cat. (laughs) Just imagine not sometimes, but most of the time. And that's our cat. Just imagine if Zuko was a thousand pounds. You guys would actually be dead already. Oh, yeah, we'd be dead. I mean, I, I know everybody's like, oh, house cats love you, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but if they were big enough, they would hunt you and you would die. Yeah, because tigers do that. And house cats, as domesticated as they are, they're not that domesticated. We had, I think I told you, we had Bengal cats growing up, which are literally a few generations from like tree leopard cats. Oh my gosh. We had one that was like a G2. So two generations. Mm-hmm. That's how they like did it. Yeah, also, that thing was a literal wild animal. Like it was terrifying, like terrifying. I bet. Like yeah. we had like a big cage in our barn for it because of that. It was. I can't remember. We got it so that you could have G threes because G threes were like normal basically. That was like kind of the point to have like no, no joke bangles. Mm. Not like super diluted. I don't know. <laughs> Far I from. I really ancestral. hate when they water down my bangle too much. I like a good like. Well, bangle on the rock. The lower number, the more straight. expensive they generally are. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, that also cat was primal. insane. Like insane. It's almost like the things that make an animal capable of surviving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, Don't make them great uh, domesticated animals. Nope. Turns out. Fun fact, uh, some of the G3s and G4s that we had from that cat, um, it's said that you shouldn't let Bengal cats be outside cats because they can eradicate species. Uh-huh. House cats can too as well, right? Yeah. But like, especially them. Because they're avid hunters. Oh, like amazing hunters. We had a cat that... You know those like dive bombing birds that make mud burrows. Oh, like a yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, fucking, I think we just literally call them mud daubers. Yeah, I think that is actually like a colloquial name for them. Yeah, um, I watched one of our cats sit out in the yard, watch him diving at him, and let him get close, and then just paw in the air, grabbed it out of the air, and killed it, bro. And I was like, <gasps> we and had... then we didn't have any mud daubers like two months later. That's she insane. killed all of them. Dude, like that's every like, last one of them. That's like the classic uh, introducing a new like alpha predator into an area. Oh, it was and completely destroying the entire ecosystem. We used to have gophers. We had a cat that could kill gophers. 
That's amazing. That's actually useful though. Oh, it was awesome because we had a ton of them you on that property. Snap a horse's leg in a gopher hole in an instant. Oh yeah, because we had really like sandy, like ground, like dirt, like mm-hmm. it was very sand-like, especially in parts of our property. And there was tons of gophers, and I kid you not, the dog killed all them, and then straight up taught the cats, and the cats also. <laughs> and we had one in particular that would come up with gophers like three quarters her size and was just like look what i killed today and would do it just over and over and over again That's and then amazing. we had no more gophers so bro you know you said you, the cat like would catch birds out of the air yeah we had a dog that learned how to do that oh, that's he would literally just like be watching them and then he'd run up and he'd jump off of something and grab him out of the air with his mouth that's awesome it was his name was tip because he grabbed birds yeah because he had a white tip on his tail oh it's original. I love how certain animals get names that are normal. Dogs are generally like normalish names, and cats just get named whatever. Yeah. Like all the cats on the internet, they're like, "What'd you name your cat? Spaghetti." What'd you name your cat? Boop. <laughs> Douchebag. <laughs> Douchebag. Piece of shit asshole. <laughs> get off my freaking leg! <laughs> <laughs> Stop biting me! Stop biting me! Oh my You're not God. a primal creature, you little jerk. Bro. What a weird, like, course our lives have taken. Yeah. Yeah, like, we're like city folk now. <laughs> oh, I know. I've lived in a city now for the last... Well, shoot, basically ever since I joined the Navy. So, bro, eight years, nine years. Grew up. Both of us grew up about as country as you can be. In this mm-hmm. day and age, like we're not out homesteading anymore, but like, I mean, do you ever bucket water to horses? Yeah, yeah, like all the time when it froze and you had yeah. to walk water hundreds of feet over and over in freezing cold waters and raised or... all of our own meat, grew all of our own vegetables. <clears throat> Surprisingly, we didn't do a ton of that because we mostly had horses, so fucking bucking hay in 100 degree weather, stacking the barn. Did you oh, guys do yeah. big bales or little bales? We did big. So, tractor. Mostly. Yeah, my mom hated big bells because she said they were too hard to feed. So, she always made us buy little bells. <clears> and so, it would be like me and my dad and my brothers out getting, you know, however many tons of hay we needed for the winter. We would do little bales occasionally. Like, in the summer, we'd get little bales because you only need So, for the, for the audience... Probably isn't going to have any reference for what we're talking about. A little bale is a is a compacted square of hay that you feed animals, and it's usually like between sixty and like one hundred and twenty pounds, depending on how they bale it, and what type of and what grass. type of grass or hay it is. Alfalfa, alfalfa is the mix. heavy. We always got alfalfa. Heck, yeah, and so it's heavy as fuck. And then if they, depending on what per- the moisture percentage they bale it at dictates how heavy it is, how tight to compact it. It's a lot of factors. Usually in the hundred pound range per bale. Big we bales, were lucky. We did. Like the smaller version that were like forty, so I could handle it. Oh yeah, we, uh, one of the guys we bought from, his were one hundred and twenty pound bales. Jesus, it sucked so much. But big bales are done in a big baler, unsurprisingly, and, and they're, they're usually a like a, ton, a half a ton to a ton, depending on. And for reference, a small bale is four feet by eighteen inches by a foot, maybe. Yeah, by eighteen inches, maybe. Yeah, that's like a big small bale. Yeah. So, like, the size of a, I don't know, half a chest of drawers or something. 
Yeah. Like a big duffel bag. Yeah. But squared off and but a little square, bigger. A little longer. Yeah. A big bale is like... The size of your... Goes up to above your belly button and... Imagine a lawyer's big desk and then make it a little bigger and that's a, a bigger. Bag. It's like the size of a car. Like a little... Like a sedan. Yeah. 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 Uh, so obviously one you can pick up by hand, the other you have to have a tractor for. Yeah. Even Continue. with a tractor. Tractor. It's scary. Yeah. So occasionally we would do big bales, but my mom didn't like feeding them. So they did little bales. I don't know if they still do little bales now that like most of the kids have moved out. I and my, and my dad's getting old. I don't know if they still do, but I preferred small because they were easier to feed. Yeah. But... For alfalfa. For because did you guys have round bales? Uh, we didn't typically, we did a few times, but we did like, cause we stored it all in a barn. So round bales just didn't stack in the barn as well. Right. Yeah. We did round bales for grass and then we had the rings and I liked doing that because you got to push them out the tractor and stuff. Yeah. And what we would also do is you would go put them out in the field and let it sit, you know, classic round bale, whatever, and just let it chill there and put it up on the end. So it's like this. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, like a like a coke can, essentially. For, and then for the listeners at home, round bales are big bales, but they're they're cylinders, not squares, and they're literally rectangles. rolled up. It's yeah. like a fruit by the foot. Yeah, a giant fruit by the foot made yeah. of grass or alfalfa or some mixture of both. So we used to stand them up, depending on if it was gonna rain, because you didn't want them up if they were gonna. Yeah. Anywho, and then when you would go feed, you would go roll them out to give like. A, str- a foot piece of fruit by the foot. A fruit by the foot, yeah. Depending on how much they so, ate. Sometimes we just put it in the ring and said, have fun, horses. Caveat to all this. We did get big bell straw bales. Really? Because those are, straw is so light, and it's a lot easier to tear the, the flakes apart. Oh, yeah. So they were fine. And we usually stored those outside under tarps anyway. Oh, yeah. Because it's just bedding and stuff, right? So. Oh, yeah, yeah. We usually did big. We didn't really use straw ever. We did because we had like pigs and stuff. Oh yeah, we didn't have that. Yeah, pigs and chickens and like that. We used. Also, it gets so cold in uh, the winter. Saw sawdust. Was that a thing? What was the? Not saw. uh, Yeah, sawdust. That was a big one. I didn't think we actually used the dust. I thought it was the flakes. I thought they called it something different. Maybe it is just wood chips. Maybe. Yeah, that's what we used for chicken or yeah chickens and. The problem with us is like... Baby goats and stuff. Yeah, we did some of that too. But like the other thing, like the straw was good for the winter and I know because it gets so cold sometimes. Oh, that You can give true. them like an enormous bed. I used to fill my rabbit's cage with uh, grass. Yeah. Like I would literally just like basically pack it and then they would burrow in it. Like you'd fill their little box with it and you'd come back the next day and they had a perfect little cocoon. Oh, that's cool. And then you'd put a ton in it because it was, you know, like a... Shoot, um, like chicken wire. Can you hear that? <laughs> God, I hate that flipping ice cream truck so much, dude. I think we mentioned it before. It's the definitely not a abducts children. I literally think I said last time this happened to us. It looks like the ice cream truck Pennywise would drive. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hey Georgie. Hey Georgie, you want a creamsicle? Huh? Georgie. Ugh. You want a creamsicle? They all float. Down here. Oh. 
oh a wire cage and you would put it up there and then it would basically make like instead of having wire walls to their pen mm-hmm. it was basically like grass oh, okay. you did have to make sure that there was an opening so that like the poop felt through. did you tell them not to smoke inside yeah yeah okay. obviously just burn up yeah but uh what are we at on the improv totals here i still have one. Oh, nice what are we at for time um total time from when i remember us trying to start i think we're like 50 minutes oh, okay cool or the rehearsals have to be really bad, so maybe we take what? a quick pause. Why? I'm sorry, listeners. Freaking I'm stop. Sorry, you know what? No. No pee for you. Improv. <laughs> Dang you. So anyway, I'm at the I'm at the uh the shit, I forgot the name of the doctor. What's the name of the doctor who does like pee stuff? Optometrist. I'm at the <laughs> optometrist, and anyway, he's like he's got the, the scans back of my it's bladder. Not- and uh, he gets the scans back in my bladder, bladder, and he was telling me, he's like, bro, you will never pee again in your entire life. Talk about a, a not useless superpower. And I was like, um, so where does the pee go? Guess what he said. Can I guess? Yeah, guess what he said. Okay. He said, um, your saliva. It's not the pee. No. Oh, dang it. No. Uh, close though, he said it would come out of my sweat glands. So anyway, now that I know this, right, I'm at the gym, and I'm I'm working out, and uh, I'm I decided to wear white for some reason, right? So I'm working out, I'm looking, I'm starting to really really sweat, and uh, there's these people and they're next to me and they're like whispering and they're like, bro, bro, guess what they said? Did they say, nice yellow shirt, friend? No, they're like that dude on himself how did they know because i smelled like it it's pretty sick but anyway so that's that's my story about the doctor how did your trip to the doctor go oh i don't believe in doctors oh tell me why not <laughs> this guy believes the doctor. okay well first off <clears throat> so i was listening to joe Rogan podcast the other day right <laughs> Okay, yeah, a leading authority on everything medical. I, yeah, yeah, and um, sorry, I'm sorry, it smells like piss in here. I've been sweating. So, um, yeah, I don't remember anything he said, but then I went on the internet and uh, I heard, well, I read on a credible source, it was um, AmericanGun. dot com, <laughs> and they said doctors aren't real. So doctors aren't real, like at all. They don't even exist. No, they exist. Like, there's people that you know, like people claim to be psychic. Oh, it's like that. So they're yeah. all frauds, but they yeah. do exist. Yeah. It's just good observational skills. Oh, they're like you walk in and you're limping, and they're like, "Wow, something's wrong with your foot." And you're like, "You're right. My grandmother's name does start with a G." <laughs> I don't understand how that relates. Please explain. Because they're like psychics. Oh, okay. And yeah, you're like it's someone just a has crowd. Re- someone has recently died in your family. I'm sensing it. I'm sensing a an M. Maybe it was their dog. Maybe it was their. Fr- Maybe they're alive. Maybe they're you. There, the one going. Oh, thinking. Yes, you. Yes, it's like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. At what point do do you think that uh, we should like? I don't know. Maybe inform someone. I don't have time to inform sheep. 
Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Liberals too, probably, right? I don't speak those names here. Sorry, my bad. I won't, I won't ever say that again. In, not in your house. Yeah, good. Uh, I meant pussies. What are you, the guy who makes bumper stickers? Goddamn. She had, so the moon is made of cheese. Yeah, let's just, let's cover these real quick. Okay, okay, okay. Moon's cheese, lava's cheese. <laughs> moon's cheese, lava's cheese. Same cheese as earth cheese, therefore moon is earth. Yeah, okay, so we'll put that one in the in the book. Doctors aren't real, but they are real, but they're not, they're not credible. Yeah, they're like psychics. Okay, any other uh, revelations you've had recently that you'd like to get off your chest? All sports are rigged? No. Why do you think Curling? They... Mm-hmm. Bro, are those like the the curling b- balls? Are they like remote controlled? No, they uh, there's magnets under the ice, and they it's like electric magnets, right? So they can energize them for certain people. Oh, what about the the curling? So there's a little skill. They just need to like get it close, but you're not a professional curler if you can't push it in the right direction. So, so that's all they need, yeah. It's rigged. Damn it, bro. What else is rigged? Just all of them. Like, Every sport? Yeah, it's all... So they have a big meeting, like the NFL, right? NFL playoff started today. They already know who's going to win. They they wrote the storyboards well, I mean, at the beginning of the year. elementary. Everybody knows that about football. It's rigged. It's not real. Yeah. There's too much money in it to not have it be rigged. Yeah. It's just like wrestling. They already know the storylines that are going to happen. Yeah. Now, occasionally they do change them mid season in case some people people are catching on or feeling like it's people too are catching on. Um, you know, maybe there's a new character they really like. Mm. Like Tom Brady fellow had a lot of fans, so they really wanted to throw him some bones. That's why he got so many Super Bowls in there. Gotcha. Kind of like Dwayne the Rock Johnson when he was in wrestling. Like, see the best? No, but people liked him, so he had to win. Yeah, yeah, I see. So. I mean, I mean, it makes sense, right? There's too much money in it for them to ever not control the outcome. I get that. But why, like, ping pong or something? Why would that be rigged? Well, that's just for the I, uh, the sport of how you do it. It's really like a, a science game for these folks. Oh, uh, is that why it's, it's only, not so much... Uh, is that why it's always nerds that play ping pong? Yeah. <laughs> Freaking God. Freaking God, I'm- Okay, uh, but let's run through some of these other, like, uh, sports. I know lots of sports. I think about sports all the time. Uh, so clearly I have other sports in my brain that I could bring up and talk about as being fake. Um, cr- cricket. Cricket's rigged, right? Yeah, why do you think they don't have the same rules as baseball? Talk to me about, like, so there's no sport, period, that isn't rigged. The only sport that is not rigged, <clears throat> you'll never guess it. It. Survivor. That's a sport? Well, well, yeah, they do games. And there's sometimes <laughs> a ball. <laughs> so the the super contrived reality TV show isn't rigged? No, that was not rigged, no. Oh, okay. If, uh, speaking of rigged TV shows, though, is uh, Survivor Man rigged? Survivor Man? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no. Okay, Survivor Man is man. You think they just... Let him have that as a title. Okay. Wrong. So it's not rigged. He actually. Yeah. It's not in front of a green screen. <laughs> no. 
No. No, man versus wild. All in front of a green screen. That's, that's all, all in front of a green screen. Like, yeah, a fucking baby could tell that. Okay, you know you what think, else is bullshit? You think that P was really P? No, it was yellow Gatorade. Yeah, bro. And he's just like, yeah, it's gross. But no, it's just... A, he's not even a good actor, you know? Well, yeah, he's British. Yeah, the British people can't be good actors. You ever seen Great. the British office? Yeah, you ever seen the British office or, you know... Every show ever. Tom from Holland in the new Spider-Man. Terrible actor. Doctor Who. Terrible actor. Every one of them. Terrible actor. Even the lady one. Terrible actor. Even. Terrible actor. I don't know any more British TV shows. Uh, freaking, you know, Henry Cavill. Terrible actor. Is he British? Yeah. Oh. I had no idea. <laughs> Wait a minute. I Jack- thought Superman was American. Daniel Craig. Terrible actor. Idris Elba. Terrible actor. Like, horrible actor. Again, British actor. So what's another British actor? Uh, Here, you want me to really uh, rile up a nation? Yeah. Sean Connery? Terrible actor. He's a British actor, right? (laughs) Terrible actor. (laughs) Terrible British actor. Famously (laughs) British. Terrible actor. Famously... Great British actor. <laughs> Famously bad. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I know what. Millie Bobby Brown. Terrible actress. Yeah. Ooh, I can have my name be a number. <laughs> oh, look, I shaved my head. Uh. Most influential child actor, my ass. Terrible actress. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Ilona Holmes, my butt. More like. Renta Holmes, am I right? <laughs> yes, totally, a- absolutely. <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> I don't either. I think that is a. Uh... Ooh, I'm the ghost. Ooh, I'm the ghost. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, so for anybody who just joined us for some reason. I love the idea. Someone, like, goes to the episode, scrubs to the end. This is where they start. I just I, So here's what I actually imagine. They do what I often do on podcasts. Stop listening. Where you turn it on, and you leave the room, and you come back. And then you're like, what is happening? Bro, I do that all the time. Like, I don't even leave the room. I just turn stuff on, stop listening. And then they start saying something that's interesting. I'm like the fuck are they talking about i have to like scrub it all the way back to get the context yeah 100 percent um this has been the improv flags by conversations between presented by a novel dots formerly known as (laughs) (laughs) oh it's a mess we should start over yeah we should start the trash can episodes you know what we should do is we should stop doing this, get rid of these fancy mics, and just do some test runs on a shitty mic to see if we really want to. Why don't going. we just record it on my iPhone? Yeah. Instead of like doing it consistently for a year. I got it. Never. I got it. We put up home security cameras and we use the audio from those, but we only show like the. No signal screen. (laughs) The whole time. (laughs) 
but you hear the audio. But obviously, it's like horrible, echoey. You can barely hear anybody. Yeah, the audio sounds like. Oh, I would imagine it just literally sounds like. <laughs> yeah, that is a good one. Keeping all that sound in, right? Oh yeah, everything everything stays in. <laughs> you think I'm no, gonna... everything stays. <laughs> I think coming. I'm gonna bother editing this. Fuck, man. No, we spend too much time on stories apart to edit this piece of shit. Amen. I'm just brother. kidding. I, this is one of my favorite things. It's not a piece of shit. Oh, it kind of is. But that's maybe shit makes... shows are better. That's its charm. It's like imagine if you're at the Fourth of July and instead of like fireworks they're like these great big rockets of poop like you're like whoa that is so spectacular but it's still shitty yeah but it's really spectacular like and then it lands line, in the local lake yeah and pollutes it and it causes an algae problem not because of the poop specifically but because of all the nitrates that are in there mm-hmm. in the sewer line and all this algae that eats feeds on nitrates grow and you have an algae bloom and it kills off the local flora and fauna and fish then it totally changes the biosphere, and then it taints the water, and then it causes soil erosion because the normal moss and algae isn't growing there, and you have big erosion problems with flooding, and you you start to lose your like your reservoir, which provides water to the city downstream. Oh, I'm sorry, did I make it too real? No, that's what I was looking for. Yep. Yeah. That exactly, actually. Yeah. That's actually what causes nitrate blooms or algae blooms is like the nitrates in fertilizer from runoff because nice. they feed off of the nitrates in fertilizer and then that's what like makes them go crazy and basically kill everything else off in lakes and stuff. Dang, are we actually secret country geniuses? Maybe. 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 I mean, we did literally talk for 40 minutes about legitimate country. country. And things. we had to like stop and give context on stuff because we're like oh most people won't get this yeah most people don't just wait till i start talking about gardening can we have a gardening i don't know what we would talk about no no no. (laughs) write this down i'm putting it on the sticker it's going underneath the youtube ideas (laughs) just a gardening youtube channel Colton's gardening. I need to change my name to Gary. Yeah, I was about to say, please, something. Gary's gardening. Gary's. <laughs> just something like Gary's gardening's tip and tips and tricks. Gary Gary's garden tips and tricks. <laughs> tips and tricks. I love how I can cool. hear the nib your pen. I know that's good. I gotta get mics that are like I should get like not compression mics for this. Probably. (laughs) Because they're so sensitive that they hear everything. But they sound so good. I know. I I think we just need to get the shock mount things again. We get these warm tones in our voices. And they Yeah, we get these warm tones. (laughs) You sound like a Muppet. Which one? I just uh, the you sound like you're doing a Muppet voice. Oh, like I was like we're going over to Oscar the Grouch. Hey there! Oh, that's that's Pennywise. <laughs> Hi, Georgie. <laughs> Did I tell you I'm reading it? Yeah, I heard it in your car. Yeah, 
I'm like actually also reading it. I have like the the, read, the whisper sync for like Kindle and Audible. That's a thing. Yeah. So like you'll be reading it and then you can just pick up where your audiobook left off. It's super Do you cool. have to like select it or does it go by the page? It goes by the page. Okay. I was like, how does it know where you're at? Yeah, no, it goes by the page. It's pretty cool though. Or Remember, you can be like in the Audible or in the Kindle app. You'll be like reading and you're like, oh, I got to get and do this thing. At the bottom, you can just push play. And it'll start the audiobook. You put your phone in your pocket. You go do your thing. You open it up again. It's on the page you left off. You can pause the audio and start reading oh it Oh my gosh. That is freaking future. It's kind of cool. It's been a thing forever, I guess. I've just never used it. That's how I feel about my mouse and keyboard setup. Bro, your mouse and keyboard setup is cool. He has a magic mouse that like can copy and paste from one computer that is not hooked into the other one to a new computer and like switch between screens a keyboard that'll work at either computer. It's fucking mental. Yeah, it's... He literally copy and pasted, like, a one gig audio file from one computer to the other. With literally the only thing connecting it being the mouse and keyboard. It's insane. They're it's not insane. even... To get an idea, I think they're on the same... Network, probably. Yeah, I think they're but on the same network. But they wasn't using the network to do it. it but it's just not via network. It's via... Bluetooth. Bluetooth from my one computer and hardlined, well, hardlined. It's using a USB Bluetooth adapter thingy. Yeah. Like, that's how it did it. Basically, it's like using the mouse as a relay. Yeah, it's freaking it's nuts. Kind of, it's mental. It's so cool. Freaking technology, dude. Bro, freaking, like, freaking, what even is technology? I know, dude. Freaking, this is why we need Cedric here. Yeah. We've got so off the rails. No, it's good. It's fine. <laughs> Dad, can you tell us to, to stop? Can you tell us to stop, please? Dad? Dad? Joke's on us. There is no dad and there never was. Just are freaking out. Your father left when you were a child. You are not alive. <laughs> you are not alive. <clears throat> that was good. That was exactly the same time. I, I won't because the audio would be insane. But if I could pull up the YouTube clip, because that's the first words, I think, on the YouTube video. Yeah. Um, you are not alive. Written and performed by Colton Huskinson. I really wish that this would be super awkward. And could you imagine if there was just the studio footage of somebody like recording? Uh-huh. So you saw, like, you get to see, like, your eyebrow expressions when you go, not lie. <laughs> Do I make weird faces? Oh, uh, Only when you did, I think it was when you said your name, you had a funny, like, inflection on your own. You are not alive, written and performed by Colton Huskinson. Oh, it's bye. Yeah, that's when you say bye. bye. You go, by Colton Huskinson. You go, bye. And I do the big eyebrows. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Imagine an audiobook where you're also just watching their face <laughs> as they're reading to you, and you're like, holy crap. <laughs> a little behind the behind the scenes for all that, that video would have thousands of cuts. Oh, like a thousand Because it literally cuts. goes like this. You are not awake. Fuck. You are not awake. Fuck. You are not awake. Shit. You are not alive. You are not alive. You are not alive. Are you ready for mine? Like me watching you do it? This is what it always looks like to me. 
You are not alive. I'll do another one. You are not alive. Was that too slow? <laughs> oh, slower. Oh, do it better. Yeah, okay. T- tell me something useful. <laughs> you are not alive. <laughs> I like that last part. It was good. What part? The la- It's four words. What do you mean the end of it? <sighs> Fine. I'll do it better. <laughs> So Cedric helps me uh, record them, and he's an enormous help. Like, I don't want to downplay it, but we're both, like, learning how to work with each other. So sometimes he'll be like, yeah, I didn't like that. I'll be like, okay, what do you want me to change? I don't know. Just do it better. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm already, like, putting pressure on myself to try to do really well. And then when they're like, do better with no improvement feedback, I'm like, what does that mean? And then I get kind of pissy because I'm a little bitch. I, at some point, I'll read one of them. I'm also not looking forward to the just like it's so, much so deprecating like mental game that must you be speaking like, into a box for four hours. You have to put yourself out there too. It's so uncomfortable. No, I would love to get you on one of them. In fact, maybe Brookstone we can play with because I have multiple different male characters. Oh, okay. That Brookstone be- is the one that comes after Alone, by the way. First time it's been talked about. It's a nine-part oh, series. Talked about it. Okay. Yeah. I haven't talked about it. I'm currently writing it right now. I'm very excited about it. Think, think like elements of Stranger Things and X Files mixed with a little bit of superhero, but without really being anything superhero. Well, you got me lost and yeah. interested. Yeah. <laughs> How many male characters are we talking? So I have. Let's see. There is one. To one of them's a little boy. Oh fuck! There's dozens, probably dozens. It's a very, okay. it's a very, it's a decently sized. There's, there's. Let's see. Hang on. How many main POVs are there? there's? Doctor Alice Keegan, Teddy Miller, William Danson, uh, twenty seven, and thirty nine has a POV. Oh, they have numbers like the Stranger Things thing. Yeah, because nice. it just makes the most sense if you're experimenting on children. Uh, that does make the most sense, yeah. yeah. Uh, so five to six main characters. So oh, for sure, we'll have to yeah split some of that up. And really, like, we'll have to decide who's the narrator to read like the body of the text, but then like like lines, taking lines and stuff. It'd be great to have like you. Yeah, doing lines. I wouldn't even mind being a narrator type if need be. Yeah. Granted, oh, that'll be a rough. I feel like that is one of those like mental hellscapes you really put yourself through. It sucks. Yeah, <laughs> just like it's really rewarding and it's fun, but the, also, the part that sucks is when you do it right because it's all we're all learning. You do it, you put it out, and then people are like, "Yeah, your audio was weird here," and you're like, "If you only knew the hours I fucking put into this." Oh yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, the the audio changes a little here. I didn't like that. I'll kill you." I will kill you. I, what am I going to do? <laughs> You're like, your voice was a little strained there. Yeah, because I've been talking for 16 hours at that <laughs> yeah. point. No, I would love to get you in, Cedric, if he wants to. I don't think he's too keen on the idea. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I would love to get you doing some of them. For, if for no other reason, then I don't have Strain. to do it all. Yeah. <laughs> also probably be a good change of pace to have different voices. Yeah. Yeah. It would also be nice to like 
Because, like, I'm writing them all and everything. It would be nice to get other people's, like, interpretation of it. Because that adds oh, a, a little true. bit of a different yep. like, vision to it. As opposed to me just, like... It's not you cubed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's an excellent way to put it. So. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we can eventually get some women cast and stuff like that, too. Women? Okay. <laughs> I, do, I don't know that it's going to be a reality for Brookstone. There are female characters. I just... I don't know if realistically that's going to happen just from a financial perspective. Oh, yeah. Without just roping in significant yeah. others. And my only like hesitant, hesitance on that is like, how many people do we want to have trying to learn how to voice act on a given thing? Yeah, that's, you know what I mean? that's tough. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not going to say I have experience, but I have a little bit. And then if we bring like you on. You're learning that ropes, and then we're not like dealing with many, many people that are all trying to figure it out. Yeah, that would be really hard. So, but that's you know, it's a little inside the kitchen, I guess. Oh, I... oh, this is a kitchen. This is a kitchen. You're now in a kitchen. Hello, and welcome to my kitchen. That sounds like <laughs> what the douchey dude at a party would say about his like recording studio. Like he's he's giving the house tour and he's like, "Welcome to you my guys ready to see where uh, the business happens." Yeah, this is the kitchen. This is the kitchen, babe. This is where like this I is, make magic. This is where I do the dishes, if you will. I'm freaking, I'm freaking cook you up a, a souffle of content. This is where I this is where I lay down beets and fry them up in the pan. You know what I'm saying? Fucking bro, like deep fried crisp content. Just for you. That crisp had like the feel. Like it gave me the feeling that most people do when people say moist. <laughs> crisp. Like, the crisp. It's like. <laughs> ah, crispy content. And chicken. And chicken. I was hey. way away from the mic. <laughs> and chicken. Crispy. Ch- Are we going to end this ever? Yeah, I probably should. You're in it's con- fine. We you're can in just control. cut it off. You're in, you got the setup, so... Oh, okay. <clears throat> whenever you outro, we're done. If it's two more hours, it's two more hours. Oh. <laughs> I forgot there was a thing. <laughs> I thought it was just a paper. <laughs> you know how I didn't even move or react? I just accepted my lot. <laughs> Tyler threw something on my head. Oh, at least it was only a what a plastic tie a plastic on a thing. on a post-it note. Yeah, for extra drag, you know. Yeah, man. Well, um, <sighs> that has been another great episode of conversation. Oh wait, here, let's do it like a, a radio host. Thank you for coming to another episode of oh, conversation. Sorry, you gotta start again. <laughs> Just unplugs your mic. Nope, none of that. This has been another episode of Conversations Between. Brought to you by A Novel Thought. Performed by Carlton Hanker. I know it needs to Colton Huskinson and Tyler Alcorn. You know what you sound like? You sound like NPR. (laughs) National Public Radio. This has been the Moonlight Sonata. Written by... 
Johann Sebastian Bach. Is that a person? Johann Sebastian Bach is. I just don't think he actually wrote Moonlight Sonata. But uh, this has been ANT. ANT Productions. Signing out. Until next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> what if you listen to NPR?